Welcome to the Organizer Chicks podcast. I am your host, Amber Taggart, and I'm excited to be with you today talking about how to create the most restful nights and the most productive mornings possible. Time truly is the great non-renewable resource of the human experience, and none of us can be good enough or smart enough or rich enough to earn more of it. And so we have to remember the words of Earl Nightingale, who said, The time is going to pass anyway. We might just as well put that passing time to the best possible use. So today I'm sharing the morning and evening routine that I recommend to my time management clients and that I often, though not perfectly, implement in my life as well. And I can tell you there is a marked difference in my stress levels and in my productivity when I follow along with these schedules. This is something that I've changed and worked at and honed over the years, and there's definitely no one-size-fits-all solution here or for most anything, but hopefully this is a good jumping-off point for you. I think it's really important to recognize that a lot of what happens in your morning hinges on what happened the night before, so I'm going to share some key elements of both my morning and my nighttime agenda items, starting with the night. I'm also going to let you know about how long to expect each one of these things to take so that you can plan to budget your time accordingly. In the evenings, I have four suggestions, and the first one of those is to review your calendar. On average, this is going to take five minutes or less. What's on your agenda tomorrow, and what does it demand of you? Do you need wardrobe changes? Are there unusual events or maybe special meals that you need to consider? Do you need to set audible alarm clocks on your phone for important meetings that you don't want to miss? Knowing what tomorrow is shaping up like and having a clear-cut plan for how to handle whatever may be coming your way is not only key to having a productive morning, but to sleeping well tonight. Our brains want to drive us to be productive, and they often use really annoying and anxiety-producing methods to get us there. Having recurring worries about upcoming meetings or stressing about what might go wrong, fretting about being late, Waking up in the middle of the night with concerns that the alarm isn't set or that something will go wrong. All of these things are our brain's valiant attempts to keep us on task and to keep us successful. And they're wearing us down. (laughs) Instead, be proactive in your mental and your physical planning. And this will help you to turn off this mechanism, letting your brain know that it can relax because you've got things under control. Step two is to destroy and create a new list of five, and this will take you about five minutes. Chances are, if you sat down to write a list of things that need to be done, you could fill up several pieces of paper, front and back, with all kinds of chores, from large to small, pressing to one of these days, and this list of uncompleted tasks is daunting. I am a fan of creating a master list of to-dos that has value and it has merit, But I also encourage you to perpetually keep a list of five things that need to be done. I call this the list of five. And the idea is that it always stays at five. Get something done? Great. Physically, mark that off a list. Get the dopamine release that comes with that productivity. But then add another item in place of the one that you just marked off. You may end up going through several post-it notes or even a full sheet of paper before the day is over. But you're not overwhelming yourself with all of the things, and you're still taking care of business. Now, a key component here is to create a nightly ritual of examining your list. How far did you get down your list today? How do you feel about that? Were you as productive as you wanted to be? Less? More? 
without beating yourself up, honestly ask, what contributed to the productivity that you had today? What can you do to mark more things off your list tomorrow if that's what's needed? If you were crazy productive today, at what cost? Did you wear your body out? Did you skip meals? Did you stay awake too late? If you found the perfect balance, congratulations. Aim for that again tomorrow. But no matter how today went, and no matter what your list of five looks like, crumple it up. I want to say that again. Crumple that list of five up and throw it in the trash. Today is over. You did well. Probably better than you give yourself credit for. Let today go as you throw your list into the trash and then start a fresh list of five for the day that lies ahead. Evening step number three is prep. And this may take anywhere between five and 15 or even more minutes, depending. The question here is, now that I know what tomorrow brings, what can I do tonight that I will thank myself for in the morning? Check the weather really quick and then lay out your clothes. Prep your meals. And this might look like letting meat start to thaw out or making some overnight oats for breakfast. At the very least, you can plan what breakfast will be so that no decisions have to be made. You can even set out or gather the ingredients if you can. You can fill your water bottle for the morning. You can get your vitamins on the counter near your water bottle so that they're basically impossible to miss. This is also a great time to pack your bag for anything that might be needed tomorrow. Maybe you have a client meeting and your client will want to see samples of your products and a pricing sheet, and you also want to have business cards on hand. Pack those items away in your bag, put your bag by the door or one step better, all the way into your car so that it's ready to go. And evening step number four is to turn off your screens 30 minutes before bedtime. Do some math on your morning wake up time to determine when you need to be asleep. Some people may need slightly more and some slightly less, but the average person needs right at eight hours of sleep each night. Are you waking up at 5.30 a.m.? That means that you need to be looking at a 9.30 p.m. bedtime for optimal health and rest. Turning off your screens at least 30 minutes before bed can have a lot of benefits. Smartphones are an especially bad culprit, but even TVs and tablets can emit blue light that has been shown repeatedly to contribute to poor sleep quality. Work to make your sleep space cool, dark, and quiet for the best and most restorative sleep. Let's switch gears and talk about the mornings. I've got six steps for you here. Number one, stand up immediately when the alarm clock goes off. This should take you five seconds or less. The snooze button is a liar that lets you think that you're getting more rest. But the truth is, when we go back to sleep for a very short period of time, we're not getting into that deep sleep rhythm. And when the alarm clock inevitably goes off again in a few minutes, it ends up making us more tired because it's interrupting the brain as it tries to settle back down. There's a concept called the five second rule, and it's not about eating a dropped cookie off of the floor, but it says that as soon as you have an impulse to do something positive, to get out of bed because the alarm clock went off, for instance, or to go for a walk around the block or to refill your water cup, something like that. Do not let yourself think about it for longer than five seconds. The human brain is innately lazy. It's our nature, and it will reason its way out of work if possible, finding some other good but stationary thing you can do instead, or reminding yourself of reasons that doing the thing would be unpleasant. So if you teach yourself to have an automatic, within five seconds, response to an idea or a desire or alarm that's going to yield a positive result, you'll be in great shape. Item number two, as soon as you're out of bed, use the restroom, brush your teeth, and get dressed, shoes and all. This should take you five minutes or less. 
Now your mouth and your face feels invigorated and fully awake. You're dressed and you're ready to tackle the day. If your goal is to work out early in the day, put on your full workout gear now. Doing so will alleviate one more little excuse that might try to pop up later in the day. Morning item number three is to make your bed. This is a three minute or less task and this is a crucial step for me to the point that if I'm having an off day, I can nearly always tell you that it's a day that I failed to make my bed. Making the bed is one of those things that's so simple that it can easily feel unimportant. But taking the two or three minutes needed to make your bed does a few key things. One, it sends the message that the time for rest is over and the time for productivity is here. An unmade bed seems to just beckon to us. Look at me. I'm cozy and warm. Crawl back inside. So we shut down the whisperings of the thrown back blankets by quickly making the bed. The second thing that it does for you is making the bed gives you a win early in the morning. When we get to mark something off of our to-do list, our brain gives us a little dopamine release as a physiological response to that. Dopamine's a transmitter that, among other things, gives us a feeling of pleasure. And when we have this release, it fuels us to go on to the next win and the next. Success begats success. So starting the day off with a completed task is a great way to set the stage for a day of productivity. Morning item number four, fill your cup, then fill your cup. This can take anywhere from 10 to 30 or maybe more minutes. Get your body started drinking water first thing in the morning and keep a glass on hand throughout the time that you do some morning self-care. I personally set out my water bottle the night before because I like room temperature water first thing in the morning and then I switch to cold water after that. I always come to my designated place for study with my water and then I start with a prayer and then I take some time for scripture study. Sometimes I'll also add another self-help type book or a learning opportunity like an audiobook or a podcast and I might also add some time making or looking at a vision board or saying a mantra. Now a mantra is something I was initially pretty skeptical of but I've learned the power of the mind is so immense and so real. You may have a mantra that you love and that you say each day or you might change it from day to day. It could be something as simple as a few sentence statement, an affirmation to yourself. You might say something like, I am strong, I am smart, I am good-hearted, and I have everything it takes to handle this day. I have all I need in abundance, and good things come to me. Item number five is to fuel yourself. This may take between five and 20 minutes. Take your vitamins and get a decent breakfast in you. You may want to wait and actually eat with your family or your children, or just use this time to get breakfast prepped and cooking, but it may make more sense for you to go ahead and eat something now, especially since you've already been up for a little bit, and it's important to break your fast and get some nutrients in to keep your blood sugar levels even throughout the day. And the sixth and final step of your morning routine is to go to work. Whether this is a workout or the work of getting kids up and ready for the day or going to your actual job, you've already had such a productive morning that you're nourished in almost every way. You're rested, you're hydrated, and physically and spiritually fed, and you are going to have a great day. That wraps up this episode of the Organizer Chicks podcast. Make sure to subscribe here and stay up to date with us on social media. We're at facebook.com slash the organizer chicks. And on Instagram, we're at the underscore organizer underscore chicks. 
Also make sure to check out theorganizerchicks.com for more information on who we are and what we do. If you found our podcast interesting or helpful today, please give us a review on iTunes as it makes our show more visible to others. And a big thanks to Sweet 25 for letting us use their song, Thinking About You. Check them out on Spotify and iTunes as well. Thanks again for listening and be sure to catch our next episode as we work to help you turn your before into an after.